0: It's time for the Weekly Sports Dump. And I'm your host, Joe Canali. Anyway, this is our college football segment, as yet unnamed, uh, but our college football expert is named. That's Quincy Miller. Uh, And because he was born in Texas, he naturally is our college football expert. Welcome, Quincy.
1: Thank you. College football, high school football, bad pro teams, whatever you need—that state got, of Texas has them all.
0: They—they've got it all. They're all about the same level. Their high school teams are so good, and their pro teams are so mediocre that it all kind of is in the same mix. There,
1: they're all paid from the same uh, salary pool, so <laughs> the, same,
0: the same car dealership yes. all of them out cars. there.
1: There's one car dealership <laughs> in Odessa. <laughs>
0: Uh, so uh, you are our college football expert because of that. You also went to you went to Texas and USC, which were That's once right. powers, as was uh, Nebraska at one time. Once maybe, in future
1: powers, maybe yes, not
0: Nebraska. But no, uh, sadly, of the three of those teams, if I had to pick one to never be a power again, it would be Nebraska. <laughs> one I, uh, with
1: absolutely no geographical advantages. You don't think it's going to be a juggernaut.
0: That's the thing, though. They have to keep like the facilities there they had top-notch facilities currently they're building another it's like in texas where they built another baseball stadium 20 years after the one it's like they that's what they have to do they have to maintain top of the line facilities which change every three years so it's well we'll talk about them in a second because we're just going to talk about the top teams because really that's soon that's all there'll be there'll be People keep talking about a 16, you know, 4-16 team divisions. I think there might just be 16 teams at one point.
1: I think so too. Like uh,
0: for everyone else it won't be worth it.
1: Yeah, it'll be a a uh, what's it called um, intramural sport at all these yes. other.
0: Yes. And the 5 and 4 stars will go to these 16 schools and and that'll be that.
1: Yeah, uh college football's a dying sport, but it's still fun. For the time being, it's going to be a basically an like whatever the soccer leagues are that are one step below the Premier League. Uh, you just watch it's those. Gonna, then OK, you, it's going to be like players legal will go order. up. Yeah.
0: Do you think that the NFL will at some point? Absorb college football and, and make the make the relationship formal, or is there no need for that?
1: Why would the NFL do that? They're getting free training and labor yeah. and all this other stuff. Yeah. I mean. They'll just if because but because of the nfl's morality i was thinking that they might i mean they, they, they like to step up and do the right thing yeah and so i they'll probably just start you know funding Concussion research and things like yes. that because they Well, been on the I, forefront. I mean, they could give
0: Brett Favre some money and, and he he's got some creams, I guess, that are helpful for yeah. concussion uh, pre- prevention.
1: And also for building volleyball uh stadiums. <laughs> it's
0: it's actually, yeah, it's cement is what the cream is. <laughs> and if you put your head in a block of cement, it's hard to get a concussion, is 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 Brett's thinking. Of course, he didn't consider breathing, no. but uh that's our right.
1: I, I get the feeling he has to consider breathing very strongly in order to continue doing it.
0: It's probably true i don't I, I don't know if I've told this story, but uh one time I forgot to breathe when I was on mushrooms at a spin doctor's concert, <laughs> and I was just like zoning out, and I just remember going, <gasps> anyway. That's me admitting I went to a spin doctor. I was going
1: to say, I didn't know yeah. where to to start with that. The, the not the forgetting how to breathe was the, was the least embarrassing part of that story. I think.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> so so, you know, we'll talk about the playoff here. You got Georgia. Has there been a worse national title quarterback than Stetson Bennett?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Alabama didn't have a quarterback to like right. the first five. That's right. Um, if now i'm going to start a fist fight here but if we're talking about the ability to actually throw the ball did tommy frazier ever attempt a forward pass
0: yes but here's here's what was so great about those nebraska teams is there they were so overwhelming with the run that he just had to throw it in the area because it was a you you know you, you throw once out every 12 times it's a play action everybody's committed to the run and your tight end is 20 yards open down the field. So he threw, you know, every Nebraska quarterback, their average completion is like 30 yards because that's what they're throwing. Yeah. Uh, um, You know, for Frazier, it was like, do I throw it 30 yards or do I just run for 30 yards or give it to Phillips? I got to make sure I give it to him so he doesn't kill me. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, he was a better thrower than who was the other court.
2: I think, I think he
0: was as good a thrower as frost. You know, I mean, if you want to, if you want to say frost, you're right there. The Alabama had some crap quarterbacks.
1: Charlie Uh, Ward wasn't very good. He won a national title.
0: Basketball player. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All time. best Knicks point guard.
0: Yeah. But Stetson Bennett is, is up there or down there, I would guess. But again, you can, that, that shows. And some of these coaches, they prefer that because they just.
1: Josh In- Hypel, Tennessee head coach. He wasn't that good. He won the national title. Um, but he's the same, like Stetson Bennett. He's one of those guys. that's just the coaches love him. Cause he's a gamer. He's a winner. He doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but he'll get you the W and so they give him the credit for that. Is uh, that
0: W for a win or for something else?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> In Georgia, I feel like the W could stand for white.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't like, I don't think they have. They had a black quarterback since yeah. Quincy Carter,
0: Justin Fields.
1: Oh, off? yeah, one of the okay. fellow Georgia athletes called him a slur and he went to Ohio State. Yeah, that's I'm sorry. I completely forgot about that story. I was going to say, because yeah. the only other Georgia quarterbacks I know have names like Blake Vandegrift and yes. stuff like that. It's yes. like, right. There's a couple of rocks in there. They took no chances handing no. out that scholarship.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you have to not only do you have to have the, you know, the first name of Stetson, but Bennett, you know, it all has to line up. You can't
1: force. Yes.
0: Yes. A long
1: line of Stetson Bennett's. Did
0: they invent the hats or something?
1: <laughs> I don't know. There's a there's a genre of person in the South. You're going to get the either hat names or gun names. You going get Stetsons, Remington's, Colts, things yep. like that. You, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And then there's the other there's the Dabo's. That side. Maybe that's the more the that's, mountain people. Yeah, that's the mountain.
1: That's not this. I don't know what that is. That's, that's a mountain a or a swamp or something. I don't know, but that's not
0: that. <laughs> that is the rural areas of the rural areas. Yeah. Produce that.
1: That's so, when the hillbillies yeah. say those people are hicks. That's what they're talking about. <laughs> we call a gun a Dabo here. Yeah. That's what we call this kid, too,
0: because it makes a noise. Dabo
1: just going to uh, take take a dabo off that jug and i'll pass yeah. it right back to you the, the names are only
0: onomatopoeic in uh in the mountain region yes it's describing stuff uh, we called him dabo because he said the word dabo until he was nine it's the only yeah. thing he said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so so we're fuck the teams and going over the games is dabo going to take over this is what i wanted to ask the biggest game this week in my opinion uh and then we'll talk about our teams after but is Saban against Lane Kiffin. I know it's not, there's really not any national championship kind of element to it, I don't think. I mean, Technically, Ole Miss, if they won out and a bunch of shit happened.
1: I never count Alabama out either until.
0: Yes, this is it. A third loss and they're done. And does a third loss, as crazy as it is to suggest, does that end it for Saban? If he gets a third loss this year, people are like, all right, that's it.
1: Uh, you mean, is he going to retire or is the mystique going to be? What do you mean by does that end? it? I, I
0: think retire is actually what I'm suggesting. I'm saying, you know, he, he sees the writing on the wall. Maybe he could squeeze out one more year. But it's like I just I won seven, however fucking many national championships for these people. And they're mad at me for a three loss season. I mean, me a little bit of Nebraska and Pelini, except. Pellini was far less successful
1: yeah um I don't know uh I I honestly didn't think he was gonna last this long I don't see why he lasted this long I I don't have that drive that the truly successful people in this world have like after the second one I would have been you know I've done it I'm done I'm not gonna do this grind anymore so I don't understand coming back for trying to get number eight to the grind yeah I think that's what it is
0: now what if he I mean
1: The only thing I like, I don't know how much an eighth or a ninth national title really helps him. He might think that if he goes and does it somewhere else, that's the the icing on the cake that can never be topped. Somewhere else? Where would that be? Nebraska jobs open. (laughs) If he left and went to Auburn, he would be, I mean, just, he's the goat that I, he doesn't even have to be successful. That I'd just be the best coach. And he, he beat, he's a better troll than Lane Kiffin. He's yes. just, nobody can top that, that.
0: <laughs> he won't do that. Texas is where I was thinking. That's the only place I think that could handle him.
1: Well, he, you know, the story about him trying to go to Texas. Yeah. He, I don't know. I feel like that, he well, wait, he tried things. to go
0: on what? Then they bought him a house and they like, well, they what did...
1: happened was in the year before Max last year, uh, a bunch of rogue boosters. So we're talking like five billionaires yeah. who got tired of being told no by the AD went and negotiated with Sabin on their own. This was right at the end of the uh, housing market collapse. And supposedly okay. Saban was like 40 million in debt on bad real estate investments. So they negotiated a deal. He would get like twelve million, which at the time was more than double what other yeah. people were paying. Plus they would pay off his debt, and he would come in. And so supposedly it was a done deal between these boosters who had no authority to negotiate sure. and Saban. And supposedly Saban's wife fucking hates Tuscaloosa and loves Austin, which is understandable. Yeah. Um, and then the AD, who was Max's buddy, and I guess the president, who was like, "We can't. You can't do." That this we can't you can't just go out and hire a coach on your own that's they put the kibosh on it and i think that saban's probably a little uh probably still a little pissed about that i I think uh, so he would so he would hold it is it the same ad and no no it's all it's two ad's later different president but still i don't know if he forgets oh i'm sure he doesn't forget
0: but the question is who is he more who does he want to piss off more is he pissed off at alabama or texas more
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, That would be I mean, it's still it could happen. And if he could take over and demote Sark to O.C., like not even fire Sark, just tell him, hey, you're the O.C. now. Yeah, you're getting paid the same amount of money. (laughs) Yes, you're going to basically do the same thing you're already doing. Just I'm going to get the credit.
0: Yeah, there's that. There's that. But then again, Sark might owe him. He he resurrected his career. But then it's another thing to let somebody just usurp you. Yeah. Uh. So let's talk about our teams for a second. Just Just uh, an end point on that. I think for Lane Kiffen, he's never wanted to win a game more than this. A third loss to give to give fucking Saban a third loss and really just seal the deal on this season for him. because you're right, two, two losses, yeah. you can't count them out.
1: I think And I think that's the difference between those two coaches. Like, I think Saban resurrected both their careers, and I think Sark is probably truly deeply grateful. And Kiffin will never forgive him. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I, the deal was you'll resurrect my career. Yeah, and I have to eat shit for two years, and I'm never gonna forgive you for that. It's it's making me tens of millions of dollars, and I will hold it against you till (laughs) the day I die. It's true.
0: It's true. Ah, I love it. All right, so Michigan, Nebraska, the 1997 national championship rematch would have been great with Frost in there. But uh, they didn't play the game in 97. I don't even want to talk about this. I think it's in Michigan. Forget that. More important. TCU, Texas. Yes. Who's the Texas TCU? Sonny Dykes.
1: Yeah. Uh, doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Um, he was
0: the SMU coach.
1: Yeah, he used to. He was the Cal coach for a long time and got yeah. fired there. And then he went to SMU, did a real good job there, had a high scoring offense. Took over TCU. This is supposed to be a rebuilding year. And yet they're undefeated. Number four.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, their best defensive player supposedly transferred to Nebraska. Yeah. It looked like stuff was falling apart there.
1: Just a lot of storylines here. Uh, One is Gary Patterson against his old team. He's now an analyst at Texas defensive Um, analyst. He's I don't want to brag but I honestly think that Texas Longhorn fans might be the stupidest people on the planet. Um, We hired, when Sark came on, we hired Pete Kwiatkowski from Washington, who was considered one of the top five defensive coordinators in the country. Okay. Inherited a dumpster fire, so people automatically blame him. We've got a situation now where anytime something good happens on defense, Gary Patterson gets 100% of the credit. Anytime something bad happens... They put it on this guy. Yeah. So...
0: They want Patterson to come in as the coordinator because it's a name they recognize.
1: People legitimately think he will turn down head coaching jobs to take the defensive coordinator job at Texas this year. Um, but the idea being everyone thinks that he's had some top secret super uh, playbook cooked up to to defeat TCU because this is right, it, right so maybe he does i don't know we'll see he'll know Um, the
0: defensive players tendencies perhaps or their weaknesses he might be more he might be more helpful that way because gary patterson could not have run the offense that they have now i assume no
1: no but i mean we'll see how that works out the other big thing is texas is the best country the best team in the country in the first half maybe the worst team in the country in the second half Ah. is the exact opposite they're the worst team in the country in the first half best so texas could be up 49 nothing at the half and lose this game
0: so so i should try not to call you so i forgot to mention this if you would recount the last conversation we had you're a big texas fan, (laughs) and i called you was it last week or what game it was It it was, it
1: was the oklahoma state game yes um i had my son i took him to magic mountain for the day i was recording the oklahoma state game i was going to watch it later because i can't watch it with a three-year-old in the house right uh i'm leaving magic mountain i know the game roughly the game should have just ended i see a call on my caller id from joe (laughs) canali i I almost let it go to voicemail but i thought no i'm going to answer it and say hey i'm recording the texas game but i told him this at the time he's like Billy, the kid of dickheads. He is so quick on that draw. Like I just pressed the accept button. And he's like, oh, my God, Texas lost. Texas is the worst team in the country. And I was like, oh, I said something like that Yeah, Texas was, sucks so bad or something like that. Like, yeah, I didn't even have a chance to cut him off. He was just it was like he got a running start for a phone call.
0: <laughs> well, it's also the difference. I mean, I think you are laconic, uh, you know, Texas the pace is different i i haven't met a faster talker than myself maybe my ex-wife but uh we're both you know new jersey new york east coast fast talkers and i've been listening to all my podcasts one and a half for the last three years (laughs) so i think it's affected my speech so yeah i now ultimately i saved you the misery of watching that awful game
1: yeah because i I should have won that they should have won all the games they lost. They should have blown up all me the teams Nebraska, they beat.
0: so much uh, in 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 just they find ways to lose.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't Sarkisian Sarkeesian is so bold and innovative in the first like his first 15 scripted plays are genius. There's yes, wrinkles was- you've never seen before. They're throwing the team off. Like, <laughs> and then in the second half, he's like, well, maybe let's just run it to the right every single time.
0: He should just take those first 15 plays reverse the order and do it in the second half like, yeah, that. I mean, it's, yeah, I
1: don't, I have no idea why he does the things he does, but well,
0: he no adjustments. He, yeah. He's not an improviser. He's clearly somebody who's great and, and analytical and, and, you know, can get everything down, you know, prepared, but once the shit starts moving, he's not able to adjust.
1: Well, and last week they played, they beat Kansas State because they barely held on to a, a lead that they built in the first half. Yeah, Adrian one,
0: Martinez, I believe, fumbled uh, on the last drive, didn't he?
1: He, vintage Nebraska performance, he had uh, an interception that was thrown There was no (laughs) K-State player anywhere in the area, just right to the linebacker. And then he fumbled twice on the last drive. Uh, They only lost the second
0: one. Yeah, well, they wouldn't have been able to fumble the second time if they lost it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, But at one point, they showed a stat that Bijan Robinson had run to the left because we have one of the best left tackles in the country. And he was like 10 carries for 123 yards, rushed to the right. It was like 15 carries, for 20 yards <laughs> and in the second half they only rushed to the right there was they never up that the one left. big run yeah and there was one it was a we had a chance it was third and four chance to ice the game they put 10 men in the box run to the right off tackle and he got tackled for like a four yard loss and it was just like what were you thinking that they thought it was too obvious that there had to be a trick there or something? Because everybody you know, knew that was coming. So again,
0: I think this goes to the analytics. I had a director at Second City who made sure every person was like on stage for the same amount of minutes yeah. and really like, you know, and, and so that affected things when there's casting. It's like, all right, we got to put this person. And so it moves stuff around in a way it's like, you know, if there was a five minute difference between people, this would be so much smoother and easier. Yeah. But he's like, you know, I got to run. Equal plays to both sides, no matter how successful. And that's pointing to someone who can't adjust.
1: Yeah. He needs an OC.
0: Yeah, he does. He does.
1: All right. Or, well, or I think right. I think I like our idea of him giving him a head coach actually is the best. Yes, idea. he
0: needs a head coach. Keep his salary what it is. Yeah. And there you go. All right. Well, you know what? I'm sorry if uh, anyone thought there'd be Nebraska talk because I I, I thought there might be, but as I, as I realized in the midst of this conversation.
1: All right. Well, who's, who's call it now. Who's the next head coach.
0: It won't be Dion. That'd be the dream. I hope they keep Mickey because he's the first African-American coach in any sport at Nebraska.
1: So you say, hey, we gave you one for six games. I
0: mean, yeah, right. <laughs> now, here, right. now
1: here's Brett Bielema.
0: And he's a good recruiter, at least the re- yeah. they got a receiver who they took from LSU who's going to be drafted now. You know, uh, he probably still would have been at LSU even without playing. Yeah, <laughs> but at least now he got to play. Uh, no, I will not talk any more about this. The kibosh is on. We've talked enough. I said we'd go ten. We went 20 easily, and that's fine. Uh, Quincy, thank you for joining us and and lending your Texas insight. Anytime. It is Maximum Football with the Football Consigliere. I said that kind of wrong, but it's Pro Football Max. Consigliere, I got to say that a little bit more, especially since I'm Italian. I should be able to say that easily. Welcome, Max. Thank you.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: And uh, just for all our listeners out there, just so you know, neither Max or I, as far as I know, have any connections to uh, organized crime. We are using the football consigliere in a purely football way. I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea and think that we're, uh, you know, involved with the mob because then, you know, picking games and the mob gets messy.
3: No, no, you're you're 100% right, Joe. I have no affiliations to any sort of organized crime. All of my crime is completely unorganized.
0: That's the best crime to have is unorganized. Because if it's organized, they can track it down.
3: There's no, tip no. Out I, there for you. Chaos is the, is the highlight of my crimes. So. Well,
0: you're a Jet fan, so you know chaos well, especially this season. So let's get to the games, first of all. And uh, Max is just going to run through all of his picks for this week. And what was your record last week, Max? Uh,
3: last week on Sunday picks, or overall actually on the week, I think I went ten and three um, on the Sunday picks. It was a shorter week last week, so I think it was nine and three on Sunday. But had a good yeah. one last week; was very happy. Moved up in my pick'em pool for sure.
0: There you go. All right, and he's going to give you some tips on some of the easier games yeah. if you're in a, a confidence pool or a uh, elimination pool. Some easy p- bets too. But first, let's just run through your games. Uh, do you want to pick the game tonight? Even though we're going to put this out later.
1: Or do you sure. Know?
3: I
0: mean, I, I, I know Atlanta's is the better team, obviously,
3: but um, every time I've picked a road team on a Thursday night this week, I've gotten burned by it. Yeah. And if if you look at the game two weeks ago, Carolina really should have had that. I mean, they sh- after that Hail Mary, that was their game in overtime. They should have had the extra point. They shouldn't have had to go to overtime. Yeah. They should have gotten oh. the kick in overtime. Uh, Carolina with this new coach, they're one and two right now, and this is a chance to get back to five hundred. Ignore the overall record. There it you was go. A new season when they fired their coach, and they're a one and two team. They're playing at home on a short week. I like and, Carolina. And Thursday games are
0: shit anyway. You don't know what the hell's going to happen. So right. so true. So I'm just going to run through these, and then uh, we'll just pick the winners, and then we'll come back to a few of these games and anal- now and for analysis. Sounds now, great. Game game in Munich, which I will remind you. Is pronounced Munchen in German. So know mm-hmm. that Tom Brady is going to be hearing Munchen, 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 which rhymes with Bunchen, Bunchen, Bunchen. I just want to throw that out there. Who's your pick in this game? I like Tampa Bay to surprise Seattle. Okay. All right. Motivated Brady. All right. Minnesota. Um, Go ahead. No, no. Motivated Brady. Min- we'll get back to him. Uh, Minnesota at
3: Buffalo. I think Buffalo rebounds, wins at even, home. Even with uh
0: Josh Allen, if he's out. Case Keenum and Stefan Diggs have something to prove. They do, and they have a connection against against the uh the Vikings. So yeah, you're right.
3: They uh, do.
0: Detroit at Chicago.
3: Oh, I love this to be a high scoring game. I, know, I, I saw see that. Chica- Chicago Pull. pulling it
0: out. pulling that one out. Denver and oh, yes. Tennessee.
3: I think Denver
0: off the bye
3: week is going to surprise some people and knock Tennessee around a little bit.
0: All right, and you know what? I'll give you a second on this game because I saw another pick you have in this upset. You're saying that Wilson's going to throw for 300-plus yards? I do believe that. I
3: think, you know, um, one thing that I like to do every three weeks in the football season is I like to go and look at kind of the overall team stats, a little bit recap. Who's good against the pass? Who's good against the run? Who's bad? Who's good? And I didn't realize until I looked yesterday that Tennessee is ranked 30th on defense against the pass. Oh. One of the worst teams at the pass at taking it in. And, you know, coming off this bye week, if you watch the last London game, Russell Wilson in that second half, and especially in that fourth quarter, opened it up a bit and stopped playing conservative and just he won that game in London against Jacksonville. I... I'm not one of these people who thinks Russell Wilson doesn't have the talent. I'm a big believer in Russell Wilson. T- I don't think he's washed. I think they have a really good team around him, and I think coming off a bye week, this is the kind of game that he needs to have a 300 yard passing game. I, I think that's going to be this week. That's I think Denver's going to come out and smack him around a little bit.
0: He is certainly overdue for a Russell Wilson game. We'll see. I don't like that coach at all. All right, now uh, Jacksonville. Uh, at Kansas city. I'm taking Kansas city.
3: I do think it'll be closer than people think, but I'm
0: taking Kansas city. All right. Cleveland at Miami.
3: Another game. I think will be closer than people think, but I'm taking Miami. Okay. My
0: New York giants. Houston is visiting them. Oh,
3: oh, this should be, um, a pretty good game for the giants. Um, uh, some coaches, they come off their buy some bad coaches. They come off a bye week and their team's a little slack, but Brian dabble is a potential coach of the year candidate. I don't think he's going to let his team.
0: And you mentioned it last. Worlds. You mentioned it last week about Andy Reid. I think that is a good point. Good coaches know how to use that extra time to their benefit, mm-hmm. and bad ones don't. And so the no, record bear out after that.
3: This will be the first time for Dabble, so we'll see how it goes. But this should be a win for the Giants.
0: All right, like to hear that. Uh, what's the next game on the list? Sorry, I was just looking at another text, which was very <laughs> unprofessional. The next game we have on the list is, of course, the New Orleans at Pittsburgh. Uh, And you got a little prediction in that one.
3: Yeah, no, I I like New Orleans. I think Pickett's got another team off the bye, and we all know Mike Tomlin's a great coach. And I think Pickett should have his best game of the season. I actually, at one point, was sitting on Pickett because I have Joe Burrow as my fantasy quarterback in the league, and I was sitting on Pickett at one point for this week's game. I think he's going to have his best game of the season, throw three touchdowns, and I still think Pittsburgh will lose.
0: All right. Okay, some high scoring there. Ooh, this is the shit bowl. You got Jeff Saturday going to Las Vegas. Yeah, and the
3: Raiders. I, have, I, I mean, have such negative thoughts about what happened with the Colts this week. Um,
0: yeah, I have such.
3: I I have so many negative things. It's not worth taking up time on it right yeah. now while we're doing picks. But it's hard for me to see how Indianapolis wins this game. I, I don't believe in the Gipper. Yeah, I don't think you do it for the man. This, this team is, in three consecutive weeks. They, these guys went to camp together. They had a history together. And in three consecutive weeks, they lost their offensive coordinator. Their quarterback was benched. And their head coach play caller was fired.
0: And, I, and replaced by a guy who has only coached high school football. Who
3: hasn't been in a locker room in 10 years. It's not like he retired three years ago and he's on this team. He's not a player coach. This is this is an analyst. From this is, ESPN. An, this is
0: a, an ultimate example of of, of nepotism and privilege. This is a second generation owner. And he's now he's at the point where he's like, I'm just going to hire my buddies. Yeah. No, this (laughs) is, it's like, I don't know if you're old enough to remember, but uh, Ted Turner, when he brought, uh, when he bought the Braves years ago, he he was the manager for, I think one game. (laughs) He, He made himself the manager. And I think it was like, you know, I think the players were probably so, so obviously distaste in, in distaste of him that he gave it up, but that's the same kind of privilege we're talking about here. No, it was awful. It was awful. There was
3: no reason Frank, Wright. You know, with his career there and everything he's done. And I watched him patrol in the sidelines last week in that game versus new England. I remember saying, I don't know if I said it to you, or if I said it to Dave, I said, you know, Frank, Wright looks like a man, a captain who's ha- who's willing to go down with his ship. Yeah. If this team is terrible, and goes and doesn't win another game, he will stand up there and take the hits and take the bullets. And that's the man you want leading your team. That's not the guy you throw overboard. Like, I'm
0: telling you, people who get rich without like any reason think that they are still the reason. Uh, yeah, born on third,
3: think you hit a triple.
0: There you go. Dallas at Green Bay.
3: Dallas should win this game. Once again, coming off the bye. Um and Mike McCarthy returning to Green Bay. I yes. think this is one where you do it for the Gipper.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't know if I didn't know if we were going to go the other way with that. And it's like this will be Aaron Rodgers' one good game this year because he wants to stick it to McCarthy.
3: I, you know, I, I no, I don't no. see it. I, I, the problems with Aaron Rodgers in Detroit are not going to suddenly uh, and Green Bay are not going to suddenly go away because no. they're more motivated.
0: And I actually think that Aaron Rodgers wants to stick it to Lafleur just as much as he wants to stick it to McCarthy. Oh, way more.
3: Ever since they didn't go for it on that fourth down two years ago. It was over. Yes, you're right. All right, Arizona at the Rams. Um, Whether Stafford plays or not, I like the Rams in this game. Arizona is one of those teams that can't seem to get out of their own way. and. The Rams still have a good defense, as yep. terrible as their offense. I told you about looking at the stats this um this week just to see where teams are at. I was shocked to find that the L.A. Rams have the number 31 ranked offense wow. in all of football. But you know what they do have? They have a pretty decent defense ranked at number eight, and it's number four against the Rush. And rushing yeah. the ball is the only thing Arizona really does well. Oh. So... I actually like the Rams, and and if he, the backup who's playing, he beat Arizona a couple years ago in that big Week Seventeen That's right. game. That's right. To get right. them in the playoffs, he's not scared. All he, right. He'll play. He'll play strong.
0: And the, and the NFC West is, is like San Francisco owns the Rams, no matter what. The Rams kind of own the Cardinals, no matter what. So mm-hmm. that, that could happen. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we got uh, Chargers and the Niners. Love the Niners. Love the Niners this week. Yeah, I think the Chargers – I think this is their coaches on his way out he was um, high at first should never and have I been think,
3: let in to begin with yeah
0: yeah again yeah the, the decision when, making is tough you know so you, you listen to some people on tv
3: talk about like you know um the guy who just retired from tampa bay this past year um bruce arians yeah i saw him on tv and they said why did you choose to retire and the number one answer he gives is succession He wanted to know that the team was going to be succeeded by his guys. He's so close to Todd Bowles, and he wanted to make sure that Todd Bowles was being inheriting a good team and that the succession was done right. Because there's, and he says it all the time. He goes, "There are so many franchises in the NFL that do a terrible job." And the obvious question that no one ever asks on TV because no one wants to badmouth anyone is, "They say, well, who are these coaches in the NFL who don't really?" deserve these jobs and no one ever says that i'll tell you the guy on the chargers top of the list
0: yeah and then then he's not the only one on that list but you're right no no, they never go they never go after him because that because again they don't want to talk shit on their friends and shit they might cost themselves a job now jeff saturday Mm -hmm. just got one
3: No, the fraternity, I understand. It's like, you know, there's that old political saying, the Ronald Reagan's 11th commandment, Republicans don't speak badly about other Republicans. Mm. We can all disagree behind closed doors, but we don't bring it out into the public. That's the NFL coaching fraternity. Former coaches don't shit on current coaches because they know how how hard the job is. And they don't want to... But even when that guy didn't deserve the job, like Matt Rule... Talk about a guy who didn't, the guy who got fired in Carolina. Yeah. It was another obvious. And they paid him so much
0: money. Oh, the amount of money. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Another one. They Des- deserve
3: the job. The the, the list is, we, let's do another segment on that another time. Of Who, NFL who, yes, coaches who, deserve, who yes, don't deserve, deserve don't. their
0: jobs. You know what? It's going to be a long segment. All right. I yes. just want to, I want to go out on one thing. You have these statements and, and tell everybody where they can find all of this information and more. Yes, if you go to profootballmax.com, you'll see several sections. On the weekly
3: picks, every Thursday during the Thursday night game, during the second half, I post my weekly picks. I post them on Twitter, I post them on Instagram, but go to profootballmax.com slash weekly picks every Thursday.
1: Um, Other great thing, just while
3: while I'm plugging myself right here, I've been noticing a lot, since I've been more active on social media in the month of November, I'm noticing a lot of people have opinions about my weekly power rankings. There were a lot of people on Twitter this week who seemed shocked that I had San Francisco over Seattle. A lot of people up in arms in that. I just want to say I post my power rankings within an hour of the Monday night game, finishing every Monday night, well before the national media and anyone else posts theirs. Mine are original. They're authentic. I'm not following anyone. I get them out there first. Go to, to follow me on Twitter. You'll see them within an hour of the Monday night game finishing. And there's timestamps
0: on these things. I don't understand how people don't understand. Like, I, I, where if people are saying, oh, you got these picks from whatever. That's because they read yours after they read the other one. But yours have been up for two days. Mm-hmm. No, but I
3: got a lot of that this week on social media. And I'm just want to while I have this opportunity for all of the folks from the sports dump who are kind enough to follow me on social or kind enough to go to my site. You're getting authentic, 100% pro football, Max. Nothing else.
0: Maximum football from the football console, Yeri, Max, pro football, Max. All right, I want to end on this. One of your statements uh, Mm -hmm. really caught my attention. So you're predicting, this is on that uh, Chargers-Niner game, that Justin Herbert makes 60-plus pass attempts in a loss. Extrapolate out on that. Yes. Well, for starters,
3: I think we're going to see for the first time ever Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel on the same field at the same time. The possibilities of what this offense is going to come out and do off their bye week. Mm -hmm. I I mean, unless one of them doesn't play, but even, even so I'm expecting the two of them to kind of show each other up with a little George Kittle in there as well. Mm -hmm. This, I'm just expecting a bit of a show this week especially when you consider some of the things that are terrible about the Chargers' defense. They do really well at getting at the quarterback, but they just really aren't that good. 14th against the pass, 29th against the run.
0: Yeah, that's going to be exposed.
3: Giving up 30th in points allowed. So I'm expecting San Francisco. I wouldn't be surprised if they score on three of their first five drives, four of their first six drives. I'm expecting a lot of first half points. All right. The other thing about that is the Chargers—they don't run the ball that much. Austin Eckler really gets those short passes and goes with it. And San Francisco is probably the best team against the run in all the NFL. Number one in the stats, but even when you just kind of look at the games, yeah. they really just dominate running backs. So if they're going to be down early and they're going to be um, and they don't run the ball successfully anyway. I am just looking at it, he threw 57 in one game earlier this season and I see no reason why 60, you know,
0: (laughs) unless, unless,
3: unless they're not completing those passes, 60 passes seems like a realistic amount of attempts.
0: Uh, You know what? You make a good case for it. and, And there's gotta be a prop bet out there somewhere, folks, uh, on, on over under on, uh, passes for him. So. If we're predicting sixty, I'm guessing the over/unders probably in the forties somewhere.
1: Yeah, because other people
0: are thinking that. So you're going way over. All right, I like. I mean, that. Well, and some people
3: ahead. may say, "Oh, he's hurt. It'll be a blowout. Maybe they'll take him out early." No, they, no, you
0: they you don't. Gotta, he doesn't take him out either. They
3: don't, and you don't take him out because even if they're down by three touchdowns, you still need your offense to click against a great defense. You need to. Yep. play again next week. Some, yep. the injury clearly isn't a concern for him. He's not coming out of this game if they're down late, you know.
0: I like it. All right. Well, uh we we got uh we got all your socials and everything. We want to thank you uh once again. You know where to find Pro Football Max, the Football Councilery, and uh you'll be back next week. Now, I won't see you this week, but uh
3: I'll talk to you next week. Well, I'm actually switching up locations this week too with the Jets on a bye week. I'm uh, going away. <laughs> Me and my girl are going away. So. Nice going to find another place to watch football but i'll see you in the following sunday
0: right on i'll see you then and uh we'll talk to you next week all right be well you too some of you may have been waiting a long time for this but it's the return after after a long hiatus of given props unsponsored at this time but looking for one Given props is the uh the po- the podcast where Brad Morris and I we look at some uh some sporting events and maybe some pop culture events coming up in the in the week. And we attach our own prop bets to them. Ones you might not see on the uh the sports books. And uh and if you want to gamble with your friends on these, you're welcome to. Because it's a free country. Yeah, betting so, so is
2: yeah, betting is betting is legal in in most places now. So yeah. we've taken away the stigma as a culture. And what we've decided to do is uh, is is create some props that we don't think are being offered by these uh, sports yeah. books. And um, and then and then um, you know, end up talking about some of the some of the things that come out of those props. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So you're you're going to figure it out. You're probably a smart crowd. That's what I would assume. Now I will say. That we are recording in California, where they just voted down the gambling. But again, gambling amongst friends, they can't stop you. And if you're listening or viewing this in the state of New Jersey, stop now because, I, as far as I understand, Brad and we're I, banned. we're we, banned. We're we can't. Banned. We're banned in New Jersey somehow, yeah. but we're not being
2: paid oh, for yeah. this, so I think it's still okay. My my tombstone will will uh, if it only says uh, banned, uh, banned by the state of New Jersey on it, I will have lived a good life.
0: Sure. It wouldn't be bad to add Texas and Florida to that list, honestly, but you know, you take what you can get. All right. So, uh, let's, let's just go right into it. Uh, now today's episode, we may change the format because Brad and I, if you don't know, we're improvisers and that's how we know each other. And we've worked a lot and we've worked on a lot of sports things together And we've been fired from all of them together. That's the thing. Never, never one or the other.
2: Eight times of charm, I think.
0: I think so. So we're looking for that. Uh, And and Greg Olson, if you're out there and you're looking to invest, you owe us. So we'll start off with Thursday night. And this is going to go out Friday. So this is going to be kind of a test for our viewers to see. We'll do props for the weekend they can view. But this is going to be kind of to see. Test our, test our, our, our methodology. So Thursday right, night is the, is the wonderful Amazon prime game amongst division leading Falcons and the just a little bit outside of division lead Panthers at two and seven. I,
2: I, I have to say, like, I'm so impressed that Amazon was able to book games that that reek of being like thursday night worthy like it's amazing and you can tell me why well, well, suddenly the falcons and these are literally like regional games it's the yeah. equivalent of watching something on espn three on yep. you know like on, on a saturday when it's college football day this is like this is like McNeese state versus youngstown these are not real nfl games and i I know that you're going to say, no, they are. I attended one of them. I attended the Bears-Commanders game. I mean, yeah. right there. Bears-Commanders. Bears and you want to know something? Even in person, everyone there was well aware that no matter what happened after the the the, the ball, you know, the opening kickoff. It was going to be a Thursday Amazon primey kind of thing in the same way that when I order like soccer goals to coach my kids' soccer team and I get them the Amazon brand, kind of janky.
0: Yep. Well, that brings me to, uh, we'll we'll do a yes, no on this one. So it's just very simple. If you are an NFL team and you see that you are on the Thursday night schedule, should you just start tanking? Do you know that, do you know your season is in the fucking garbage?
2: It's a great question. I mean.
0: Another piece of evidence
2: before you decide.
0: It seems like this is the amazing thing about their scheduling. Week three, whatever the two most miserable teams after week two are, they're on the schedule week three. Those were not, they're not going to be the same two teams that are the most miserable week seven, but those two teams end up on the Thursday night. Like they forecast, they're like,
2: it's so, almost it's incredible. It's almost like they should just it should just be called like a prime flex game where basically they're like, give us your worst matchup of the week and we'll make them play on a Thursday. The way the Premier League kind of shuffles the schedule around a little bit. Yeah. I feel like that's what this needs to be. It yeah. is uncanny. It's uncanny. Like it, it it's cheap matchups on paper but what's even more amazing is the teams delivering on the cheapness in a way that you cannot imagine or ever account for yes. i don't think I, I i could be wrong i don't have the stats in front of me but i think there's a real chance that every single game has been under 50 points total i was gonna say there's been
0: a, there's been like two touchdowns maybe under 40
2: maybe under forty. Definitely it, makes sense.
0: it makes sense because here's the thing. You're you just played on Sunday. You played the most vicious game that the, that the athletics has to offer. You shouldn't be playing Thursday with an 18. I've said this before with an 18 week schedule, you could have done two bye weeks for every team played 16 weeks, a team. So you still have your 18 week schedule. Every team that played on a Thursday could have had a buy the week before so that they didn't have any of this, it would be... It's, it's,
2: it's so bad. It's so bad. They should just honestly just expand into two to six markets and just, like, give us the, like, Topeka versus Reno game and just see what it looks like. The the, the
0: NFL needs to see how far they can push this. That's the other question. So yes or no, if you see that, do you know your season's over? Yes. I, yes. i say Yes. Yes. A, yes. Is the NFL fucking with jeff bezos who wants to buy the commanders and they're like great why don't we do this deal and we'll do this for a couple years and give you our shittiest games and then we'll give you our shittiest team
2: no no one should be playing on thursday no one asked for that everyone was happy before there was a thursday game It, it it brings out truly brings out the worst in everyone it brings out the worst in the players it brings out the worst in the viewers i can't say that i get i brought my a game going to soldier field on a thursday night i yeah. felt like why am i here
0: yeah it's why like that second friday night show at second city you yeah. know an 11 o'clock show on a friday where everyone's worked a full week and they think that they want terms. to see a show but they're fucking drunk and asleep by 11 30 all
2: right the answer is yes
0: yes the answer is always yes all right now we're going to move to the germany game And this is Tampa Bay versus Seattle. So we have one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL and Tom Brady in this uh, Seattle Bucks matchup. I'm predicting. Because how do you say Munich? The game is played in Munich. Do you know how the Germans say uh, Munich? Munchen. Munchen. What does that rhyme with? Giselle Boonchin mm. Will so Tom usually... Brady just see and hear Munchen, Munchen, Munchen overall and keep hearing mm. Boonchin Boonchin Bunchen? Just, you know?
2: Um, I mean, My guess is part of the thinking in in programming this game in Munchen was because Tom Brady probably is very popular in Germany because he was married to Giselle. I don't know. I mean, my guess is this has been on the books for more than a year and a half or so. Yeah. No one was aware aware there was, um, you know, trouble on the horizon. Um, But, I mean – maybe he's going to step it up for all his his german fans you know maybe that's maybe that's it he's got to leave a parting gift and he's going to he's going to bring the schnitzel
0: it's a weird time to be talking so much about germany and and appealing to the german fans <laughs> with other sports news going on uh and and and, and I don't giselle really, is giselle really... is brazilian for the for the record but like so many brazilians her, her relatives
2: is she is she is she is she ask ask a real Brazilian how they feel about someone like Giselle saying they're Brazilian. I think you might be surprised at what the answer <laughs> All is. All right.
0: So that's our question. Uh-huh. It, it Does the average Brazilian consider Giselle Buncheon <laughs> to be Brazilian? That's that's the one. No, no. No, okay. No. All no. right. No. I say yes, no. because they marched her across for those Olympics all by herself she walked across that big field i still remember that speaking of the germans nah i don't want to because honestly the germans are some of the most outspoken athletes although they have a big white right wing problem there too
2: over under not you not unique to them anymore but go ahead
0: true that yeah over under nba games played for the rest of his career Kyrie irving One. No.
2: Oh, he's going to be playing. He over, he's going to be playing in, in a week. And, and the reality is, yeah, the reality is, you know, there's so much, um, for, for a league that is like known as the most progressive of all all the professional American sports leagues. Um, they bungled this thing so badly from the beginning. Like, like, I think what what gets lost in the shuffle here is like, you know, the Nets have been a major disappointment, not just to the fans of Brooklyn, but to the NBA. Yes, right? Steve, Nash, Steve Nash should not have been an NBA coach. We know that already. Not like,
0: not for a team
2: that's ready for a title. No, I, I'm 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 almost. I'm just not sure he's meant to be a coach, but, 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 but but yes, certainly he's not a win this year kind of ready guy. But I also think like Kyrie hasn't been a good teammate ever. He's not been a leader ever. KD has been an okay teammate a bit and not a great leader ever. ever. So you've got really, you've got the makings of a lot of individual talent and the pieces don't really fit together to begin with then you mix into it like you know Kyrie's just incredibly outspoken combined with being incredibly ignorant and whether yes. it's him Kanye it's an American disease they're not yes. the only ones there's no any number of people on Twitter at any given time that think that they know what they're talking about and they they haven't really read up enough on anything Yeah.
0: You know, it's interesting that you have the response of he'll be back playing in five days. And it it strikes me that or in a week or whatever, again, you, you have a we both have connections to to be. I mean, everyone should have connections to be pissed off about anti-Semitism. But I mean, you're Jewish. My daughter's Jewish. You know what I mean? Like like. But. Your response to it is different than mine, in the same way that before Trump got elected, a lot of black people were like, oh, he could be elected. And I was like, no way. There's just a different oh, understanding, no, a, I think.
2: Part, 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 yeah, part, you know, part of being Jewish and I'm not a, a, a practicing Jew, uh, really, but uh, I but don't know like- many of them. Yeah, there aren't, there aren't so many, uh, but, but, but I'm proud. I'm proud of my, uh, my, my Jewishness, but it's, um, you know, you're, you kind of are born with like, uh, that you, 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 uh, you like, you probably like a corned beef sandwich. You like to argue a little bit and you, and you, uh, and you're ready to be, uh, um, you know, called many things or, or have it implied that your people have uh, ruined the world one way or another. Um, But, but, but end of the day, the great irony of all is like for all the talk about um, Jews running the world and, and, uh, you know, the Holocaust never happening. that, That one always just gets me because I'm like, what it's so much work to have created the photos that you're saying aren't real so long ago that I, it's a little There's bit still like, fucking, you can go you, see the, pile, they been, have the piles of shoes. I mean, if you haven't been, if you haven't gone, I mean, I just think everyone should have to go. If you say something like that, they should immediately book you a first class ticket to go America. to Bergen yep. or Auschwitz or one of these places. But, but, but what I'm going to say is, the great irony of everything is that for all the talk 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 and kanye falls in this category too as soon as the money starts getting taken away from them that's when they get contrite all of a sudden right. kyrie even more, kyrie did a 180 all of a sudden and and it was not because you know he found jesus uh, pardon the irony there but like it's because it's because Nike's like, yeah, we're not gonna make your fucking shoes anymore bro but he you may know? have they, and, both uh, of them
0: may have gone too far they may have overstepped like by a you think not
2: let me tell you let me tell you something I don't well, really Mel think Gibson it's is offensive. still I don't Mel- I don't think I don't think to me it's just an extension of when you are a flat earther, Anything that comes after that is more of the same. It's not yeah. worse. It's You've more disqualified of the same. The yourself is, with that. Yeah, you're you're you are saying, you're raising your hand and saying I'm a proud idiot. And the other thing is, and the other thing is that uh, that I find kind of amazing is um, is that if if Luka Doncic okay got on on a platform. And started putting out like weird eugenic stuff or talking about how black people are actually a lesser form of human. How, how, what do you think the delay, the, the real crime is in the delay of the handling of what it was by the NBA and giving this guy more and more opportunity to yeah. just, just, just pontificate while being a fucking idiot?
0: Well, and I think it also points out to me the lack of like immediate response by the NBAPA and everything that divide has been worked on by people who would look to exploit it, the divide between whatever whatever oppressed groups you want to put. It, it has succeeded in within that community a lot. I think the lack of outcry you hear immediately shows maybe not that there's a lot of believers like Kyrie, but there's not a, a vehement a, Opposition, where you know, you again, the divide and conquer is so apparent to me. Uh, I'm not,
2: I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to minimize how awful any of that stuff is. I, I just, I think if you're Jewish, you're so used to this, it's just like these waves of it happening. And by the way, not to say that there shouldn't be things done to. And I, one of my favorite things that happened, and not a lot of people are talking about it, but. You know, Kyrie was, uh, you know, he's going to be forced to give a half a million dollars to the ADL. And they said, they just, no, know, I don't want your fucking money.
0: They t- they re- they rejected it.
2: <laughs> yep. They said no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because because they yeah. saw that
2: apology for what it was. That's exact. But, but, but that but that's 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 right. It's like you can't have it both ways. You can't be, you know. You, you can't be so cocksure about the way the world works. And then when the money gets taken away and then you suddenly, you want to act like you care and that you, you, you are, you know, um, yeah, yeah whatever. It's a, yeah. That is the one Kyrie. thing I like about fuck this Kyrie, fuck Kyrie. Fuck Kyrie. Fuck Kyrie. And fuck Kanye. Kanye. I actually, I, I you know, I have, uh, I, 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 I do think he has some mental illness and I actually like Kyrie in that way is worse to me than Kanye.
0: Oh, sure. So, right because they both have incredible entitlement yeah because they've never been told no they're both geniuses in their own way yeah and and when that happens you get especially when there's money attached to it no one says I'm no I'm not giving
2: them. Kyrie I'm not giving Kyrie you know, Kanye's job is to be an individual at all times and to be create as an individual. Kyrie's job is to make everyone around him better and be the best player who makes everyone better. The only title he ever got was by playing well in three games for a team that had LeBron James at the height of his powers. Kyrie Irving sucks at basketball. That's if what I'm telling was, you. Yes. He's great at playing one-on-one. He's like a video game player. I would huh? not want him on my team. Yeah. I wouldn't want him.
0: On. He might be. on. Well,
2: that's before anything he said. He's just yeah. been bad. He's just I, been bad.
0: I was just about to suggest that he ends up playing for the Globetrotters before I realized Abe Saperstein started the Globetrotters. And, and don't, and don't tell be right.
2: Kyrie, but he don't tell Kyrie, but he'd be great on the Globetrotters. Oh, he that's exactly where he should be. He'd be the yeah. greatest
0: Globetrotter ever in terms of the dribbling. OK, let's move away from that boy. What, you know. All right. You know that's our second city roots. We, we 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 believe in the world as well as the world of sports. So uh, Colts Raiders. What's interesting about this game is now I've been able to watch all the Raider games this season because I you know I do this Sunday job uh, where I'm I'm doing the games at Dave and Buster's and there's always a bunch of Raiders fans there and they always start out really loud and they're always up twenty nothing or seventeen nothing or twenty one to seven and they always lose. <laughs> You have them. Oh, yeah. You have the Raiders. The 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 only team that has lost, I guess, this season they've blown three 17-point leads. In their history, they've blown five. Three of them this year. Against the Colts, who just hired Jeff Saturday and have no one on their team who's ever called plays in an NFL game. This, this is... I don't even know it like... Like this is the most, is, is this the most watchable game or the least watchable game of the week?
2: You know, I mean, honestly, I could care less about that, that Moonshin game you talked about. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here. For, I'm here for the games where you got two teams that are just in complete free fall. I mean, this is almost so bad that it's ready for a Thursday night prime. It's That's exa- a, it's a Thursday night prime matchup. And again, I kind of love it. Like the, again, for the same reason that like I like watching a Reds Cubs game in September. That doesn't matter because I'm getting to see <laughs> the guys that are being called up.
0: And there, in that instance, you might see a brawl with those two teams in September. Yeah, and nothing totally. To play for.
2: They, they, two, two of the two, two of the brawlingest uh, teams, uh, in, <laughs> whether in they're in it or not. Too. No, it, it doesn't matter. Also,
0: that division is a very like it was the a- it was the a- a- AL East for a long time. But I believe mm-hmm. that since 2010, the a- NL Central is the fightingest division.
2: Yeah, I like that. I buy that. I buy that. I feel like the Pirates mix it up yeah. here and there. Yeah, Brewers, uh, even a little bit. Brewers, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just chalk it up to the fact that it's all, I mean, not coincidentally, like it's also the worst division in baseball almost <laughs> every year. It's the and closest to like a softball level. league. Yeah, you're it's a beer league, and you're like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, let's just fight each other, you know? And, That's and my the fans, experience the fans, in softball. The fans appreciate it. Yeah. They
0: do. They, if you're gonna watch yeah. shitty teams, of course, let's get a brawl make out it, of it. Yeah, make it fun. So will there be a brawl in this Colts Raiders game?
2: I don't know if there'll be a brawl or not. I mean, there's nothing worse than a football brawl. I, I the idea of these guys hitting each other <laughs> with, with fists while they have helmets on, it's just like <laughs> You know, I, I I feel like 20 years from now, there is a version and they're doing it with the um with the with the pro ball. But like this could end up being some version of flag football down the line and, or at least a flag football league that's like actually, yep. you know, watch uh, those brawls will be amazing. Those will be <laughs> amazing brawls because it's all the testosterone of football yes. without being able to actually hit each other. Right. And then when a brawl happens, someone's going to die.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Because these will still be Supreme athletes. I like that. Right. All right. So yeah. there was really, uh, the, the, whatever. All right. Green Bay versus that. Uh, we are almost done here. Green Bay versus Dallas. I'm calling this the Mike McCarthy bowl. Ugh.
2: Yeah. Now, is there a coach? Is there a Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt. Oh, no,
0: you. uh, you're on the right track here. Who, I, I yeah. who would you rather hang out with? <clears throat> Mike McCarthy or Aaron Rodgers?
2: I mean, I'd rather hang out with McCarthy because I, I, Rogers is Kyrie-level dumb. He is.
0: You're right. I, yeah.
2: He's Kyrie-level dumb. And by the way, you know there's a little part of Aaron Rodgers when the Kyrie thing happened. He's like, why didn't I think of that?
1: You know what it's I mean? So like true.
2: Kyrie – you know Aaron would be like, I should have done the I hate the Jews thing yeah. first. why didn't I think of it? It would have doubled down in his base, you know. By the oh, way, Kyrie – yeah. Kyrie will be running for governor of New Jersey, by the way, in, you know, in 10 years. There is politics. You know in the that future. he is Herschel Walker. He's another version like he's uh, uh, the, the, without the, the best part about Kyrie. The best part about Kyrie is that he really he he really thinks he's really smart. And Rogers, he, too. He, I've he, been he, saying he, this. Aaron Rogers thinks Aaron Rogers thinks he's really smart. And this applies and to you. Is, yeah. yeah. No, no go just, ahead. Just because, just because you read a few things. And, you, you, and someone who has spent a lot of time, right, proselytizing and refining their hateful approach to a thought doesn't mean that because you can parrot it that you are now, because it's esoteric or a little off the beaten track and not popular that it makes it smart. That is also some of the dumbest thinking that you yeah. can have. Brad, you, you,
0: I think this applies to you as well. We went to school in the same area. You went to Skidmore. I went to SUNY Albany. Uh Similar Uh kind of academic school. Not your not your Ivy. Certainly probably not even the right below the Ivies, but right below those third tier. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. You couldn't have gotten into Duke. I couldn't have gotten into Duke. You could not have gotten into Cal. I couldn't have gotten into Cal. No, Harry Irving went to Duke and Aaron Rodgers went to Cal and they think that they got in on their academic prowess on their name that.
2: I I, I they, love to they believe they act that. like it. They act. They like do it. act like it. They both. They both act like they. Yeah. I mean. I, I don't know, man. You I. Know? I it, it's. It's. They, it's really crazy. I would say this though about that McCarthy uh, LaFleur matchup. McCarthy rodgers I actually think this will be the one game the Packers win, because I think that like Rogers will decide. This is it. I need to be able to hang my hat on something this season. Everyone's written me off. McCarthy ruined my career by not letting me not like everyone says that I'm the reason we lost. I want to prove that he's the reason we yes, lost. Blah, you're blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Um, it's the most,
0: it's he, the most uh, self-centered performance he could have to, to, to stick it to Mike it, McCarthy. It, it, it's, it's the only way like, to motivate
2: him. It's quintessential Aaron Rodgers for him to have a huge game against McCarthy. Um, I also don't disagree with Rogers entirely, and that I think McCarthy is a really mediocre coach. Oh, I think um, McCarthy
0: will play into whatever you know, whatever yeah. you know. He'll decide to go for it, fourth and two from his own twenty or something to show yeah. Rogers up, and that'll yeah, be the 100%, yeah,
2: a hundred percent. McCarthy, McCarthy is out of any coach in the league, and in a league where it always looks like there's a handful of guys that were picked up out of a Lowe's or a Home Depot on a Saturday afternoon, and we're like, they're like, we're going to give you the outfit i are going to give you the headset, just walk around and act like you're supposed to be there. Mike McCarthy is the king of those guys. You're like, I don't know that I can pinpoint what exactly makes you a winning coach. You don't actually have enough big game wins to make a case for being a really good coach. Yes. But you're always going to you're always going to work. It's like a network executive that you're like, they're bad everywhere they go, but they just keep getting jobs.
0: It's like running an improv theater. People are just going to keep coming in and paying for the classes. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's there true. in charge of it. <laughs> true, it's true. So you'd rather hang out with McCarthy? I, I get that. I get that. Which really, that's quite an indictment. I don't want to hang out
2: with Rogers. That, no. First of all, that you're right. That hair looks like that hair oh. looks like it smells. It looks oh. like it smells. He
0: looks yeah. like he looks like <laughs> late stage uh,
2: George Carlin. <laughs> He does. He does look like late stage George Carlin, man. Oh man. And he it wasn't that he long ago. It wasn't that long ago that I was able to just hate Aaron Rodgers Cause he was an amazing quarterback. Cause he and owned the bears. Like,
0: yeah. In a way it's nice with Brady and, and Rogers to see them failing a little and see them get exposed a little personality wise, because you yeah. always hated them. So now we actually have legit off the field reasons. I like it. Yeah. All right.
2: Final one for you, Brad. Ugh. Oh God. Oh no. What just happened?
0: It's all well set. Can you hear me? What was that? That's <laughs> just fucking spazzed. My, I moved my computer, the microphone, my, my
2: computer, my computer's going to die momentarily. So okay. we got it. We got a final get to one. One, quick one. This is
0: our, this is our pop culture. Black Panther. Oh, right. The movie's coming out. You don't know anything Black about Marvel.
2: Pan- Black Panther. I know nothing about Marvel. Yes,
0: exactly. So is there going to be I'm only going to do one. Sometimes we'll run through a bunch. But is there going to be a voiceover of Chadwick Bo- Boseman at some point, like saying something that that gets into the mind of one of those characters? Will we hear his you voice know, in this movie? This
2: is, I have seen almost no Marvel movies proudly, but I have seen Black Panther. Um, I did think Chad Boseman was great in everything and in that uh, I'm going to I'm going to say not only w- will we hear a voiceover, I think that somehow they will have gotten some live action of him. I don't know from where okay. maybe it's going to be part part of a scene that was cut before and they pull him in or knowing Marvel. We will maybe see him. Will, yeah, we'll see him.
0: I like that. Pretty, all right. Great. So so there it is, folks. You can bet on any of those things. Really, you can bet on stuff that we didn't say. It's fine with yeah. us. That's a good point, uh, Joe.
2: Yeah. Thanks.
0: Thanks. Uh, so yeah. this was given props. This was, you know, our comeback. If we seemed rusty, it's because we are. But that's what's good about us. We're always going to be rusty.
2: We're knocking the rust off. We're coming back.
0: There's just so much rust. All right. Well, thanks, Brad. Uh, I'll talk to you soon, man.
2: Thanks, Joe.